Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the coach of the West Adelaide Football Club, Gavin Colville. And Gav, uh, fantastic news. We've got a fixture on the horizon. Well, we've now got it, in fact, for the statewide Super League starting up for season 2020. And a uh, couple of really big hitouts for you at Adelaide Oval coming up against Central District and also North Adelaide first. Exciting times, isn't it? It's been a long time coming for for every football lover, whether you're a player, coach, or supporter. Um, and yeah, I look fantastic for for all the clubs to get a run on Adelaide Oval as well. Um, you know, that's always a great experience for for people involved. So look, we're we're just excited to be back playing, and uh, yeah, you know, North Adelaide in the first week. Um, obviously recruited really strongly, uh, fantastic footy club. So we've got, a, we've got a big job ahead of us. Yeah, it's interesting. The two sides you have got, North and Central, pretty much in a similar boat to you, obviously both having missed out on finals last year and um, recruited pretty well and obviously looking to make it that jump back up into the finals. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and it's amazing even if you, you, know, you look at North from... Um, you know, winning a premiership to, to sort of fall in away pretty quickly, and then you know finding some new players or, or having a you know an amount of players returning, it, it, your fortunes can change pretty quickly. Mm. And um, you know, when you're out of the finals, uh, we're all we're all hoping that we that you can get a you know a quick turnaround. But at the same time, you know. Um, you know, particularly at West Adelaide, you know, I think it's a longer-term view that we need to have. And yep. uh, we, we think we've brought in some good young talent, but um, we're also realistic about, um, you know, being patient with what we've got as well. Sure. And you touched on it before uh, about the experience of being on Adelaide Oval. I would have thought this fortnight of um, the youngsters getting a chance to play on that deck, it's just invaluable for them. Yeah, it is, and... Um, you know, hopefully uh, we'll get to return there later in the year and play some final footy there. But I like the I like it as well, and um, I, I've been uh, really inspired and um, proud of of not just necessarily our players, but all West NFL footballers the way they've gone about um, continuing to do their training. And, mm. and it's, it is really difficult for these guys, you know, with challenge of work in, in football to do a, a, an essentially a nine-month pre-season. I, I yeah. love that they get to go out and experience Adelaide Oval. I think it's a real bonus and, and a reward for us on the footballs. Terrific reward, isn't it? Yeah, you've said it well there, Gav. Um, how has the break been for the West Adelaide Footy Club? Uh, what sort of initiatives did you put in place to try and keep in touch with the group? And I guess as we keep harping on, you do have a really young group, so I would have thought that's ultra important just to keep tabs on them and uh, stay connected. Yeah, look, we, we, I became quite familiar with the Zoom. <laughs> um, and uh, we had a lot of uh, regular catch-ups on Zoom and... Um, uh, you know, through either our we have two leadership groups, and then obviously we regularly caught up the whole whole team. So that was really important. Um, it was an interesting time because you know, with guys not technically contracted, there was a little bit. You know, we, we couldn't really demand yeah. uh, players stick to a um, you know a, a, a particular regime of their training. All we could do was really encourage them to, um, mm-hmm. and, and we really handed that over to our leadership group to control. Um, you know, I'm really pleased. I, in fact, and, and I said this to the group post our first 
night back at training, I was just so proud of them that the fitness was really good, the touch was really good. Yep. That's just a real credit to themselves, I think. Yeah, no, it certainly is, that's for sure. Um, so they, in general, the boys came back in pretty good nick and um, who's sort of uh, caught your eye in terms of looking after themselves over the break? Yeah, um, yeah, they did come back really well and, mm. and I spent uh, I spent certainly the first couple of nights watching, uh, walking around as they did a bit of fitness work and, and making sure, you know, I watched every player to make sure there wasn't anyone who, who perhaps had fallen away and I was, you know, I was really happy to report to our, our supporters that no one had uh, let themselves go um, but you know I probably look I think um, yeah, Jordan Boyle's been a real standout in our pre-season this year mm. um, coming over from uh, as, as a uh, t- uh, top up player at the Crows um, his dedication to training has been absolutely first rate and um, mm. again you know coming back after a break like that he, he's probably the standout I think Okay, no, excellent. And uh, where do you look to use him in a similar role to the Crows did on a wing or something of the like? I would expect to play on the wing, yeah. Look, yeah. we'll probably, um, you know, having said that, he, he may play probably a little bit more of an attacking role in the wing position than what uh, traditionally the Crows uh, do yeah. with their wingmen. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd like to get him up hitting the scoreboard a little bit more than perhaps he has in the past. But yep. uh, he's, he's a natural woman. He works really hard both ways. Um, yep. Gets his balance of inside and outside footy really well. So um, I'm really excited to have him in our club. Yeah, excellent for one of those guys or yet another to get an opportunity at another Sanford club. That's what we want to see with that system. It's good to see. Um uh, we've seen the restrictions. Obviously, you started off with groups of ten, which no doubt would have been very challenging for you, Gav, and then moved to groups of twenty. And uh, now we've uh, just understood that uh, we can have uh, trial matches as soon as this weekend. Um, what are you? What have you got in store? I know very late in the piece to arrange something with another club, but uh, what are you planning at Westies? Yeah, we we won't. Uh, I look firstly, that's fantastic that we can get out. Yeah. You know, one of the challenges of the smaller groups is, is you're unable to practice, you know, if you have a full team defence or, you know, particular full ground structures, it's been very difficult to actually practice those in small groups. But mm. um, and so on the back of that, we've decided that this week we'll, we'll play an internal trial instead uh, rather than playing an opposition. And, and that's really so we can control the environment a little bit more and it gives us an opportunity if we see something that we want to address straight away in play, we can stop the game, we can talk through it and, mm. and use, the, use the opportunity as a little bit more of an education process. Uh, look, our guys know our game plan, but, uh, you know, there's there's one, you know, we haven't been able to, to uh, replicate that since our first practice match and that does seem a fair while ago now, so we'll, we'll mm. keep it in house this week. And during the uh, break, you've kept that average age of player out at uh, Richmond pretty low by signing uh, young Lockie Squire from the GWS Academy. Uh, tell us a little bit about Lockie. Uh, yeah, Lockie, uh, again, you know, as, as what's happening at the moment, a bit of uncertainty around um, the NEFL and what's going to happen there. So um, Lockie's manager reached out to our footy club um, about the potential of them coming over and playing some footy with us this year. Um, look, Lockie, Lockie's uh, been with the GWS Academy um, for a few years now. Uh, he played um, senior NEFL footy for GWS last year and, mm. and uh, had some really positive games. So, look, a young kid, 
Um, you know, we're not going to put a huge amount of expectations on Lockie other than if we can come over and help him to continue to develop his goals to play AFL footy, we're going to help him try and achieve that goal. And yeah. Hopefully he can slot into our uh, midfield at some stage in the year and, and have a good contribution as well. He's, he's a young kid, but he's very physically really well developed, so ready to play senior footy. Yeah, exciting stuff. Um, yeah, certainly looking at uh, his resume on the West Adelaide website, it reads uh, quite well for a teenager. So look forward to seeing Lockie uh, hit his straps in the statewide Super League. Um, who else of your younger brigade, I guess the West Adelaide juniors that are coming up through that um, have really taken your eye so far, Gav? Yeah, I, I look, I think, um, I, I suppose for us, it, it's just a continuation of where we're were last year, guys like Pat Fairley, Keelan Lowby, um, you know, Sam May have all been exposed to senior footy now, um, yep. particularly Keelan and Pat uh, are pushing hard to, to play round one, and yep. you know, they, these are the future of West Adelaide Footy Club, mm. um, they're developing over time, and uh, you know, they, as they become 30 to 40 to 50 game players, I think there's going to be a great future there. Yeah. You know, we've got a couple of younger guys coming through as well. Uh, I expect uh, a young Tom Rundle, who coming back from a knee reconstruction uh, in the under-18s last year, I think he's going to be a real ripper, uh, key position back for the footy club over a long period if he doesn't get to a high level. Um, and, mm. uh, yeah, look, so, again, I look at West Adelaide, we've got to be patient. But, yeah. um, at the same time, we're, we're pushing these guys, we're demanding high, high standards. So I, I think we're going to see a lot of good youngsters come through our club this year. Sure. And uh, one of those indeed which everyone seems to know about is uh, Riley Thilthorpe, of course, obviously uh, um, athletically gifted and we saw what he could do at statewide Super League level last year when he made his debut for West Adelaide. How's he been training and no doubt he's itching to impress? Yeah, look, uh, as with all the kids in, the, in their draft year, you know, the, the goalposts have changed a fair bit. Um, and obviously, Riley's had a fair bit of media attention already. Um, part, part of what we're trying to do is just keep Riley focused on what he can control. And that's uh, uh, one of Riley's outside is he's got elite athletic ability for a guy's 200 centimetres. But, you know, probably people haven't seen yet is his dedication to his football is just first class. Mm. Um, in fact, you know, bordering on where we need to probably pull him back a little bit in terms of his training application or, or the amount of training he does. So, um, look, I, we, we're hopeful that Riley's going to have a solid year of, of league football. Again, you know, we we don't expect too much of a 17, 18-year-old kid. Um, that that yeah. would be unfair on him. Um, but, look, his practice match form suggests that he's ready to have really significant influence in the competition. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know... Um, I think, importantly, he does have the, the mental capability to handle it as well. I know, speaking to you, when I came popped out and visited you at Hisense Stadium earlier in the year, you look, earmarked him to play primarily inside 50. That hasn't changed? Oh, look, not at this stage. Uh, he had a pretty good uh, practice match, um, I thought, in pinch hitting in the ruck as well. So, okay. uh, again, uh, Sam Balderstone, which... As we know, uh, Sam's a fantastic footballer. Um, so, I, look, I'd expect that uh, he'll do some rough work this year, this year as well. But um, you know, I think with Tom Keogh and, and Riley up there and a couple of other keys, we're starting to put together a pretty significant forward line, and that's really mm. important. One of the areas that I thought we struggled 
last year was our, our, our key position forward. So I think uh, Riley feels a pretty good need for us now. Uh, you mentioned one of the men I was going to ask you about next, Tommy Keogh, obviously the skipper. Um, are you looking to bet him down a little bit more uh, in attack this year, eh? Oh, yeah, look, Tom's a ripper. Uh, mm. He's our captain and, um, you know, his, his team-first approach is fantastic. And I'm, I'm always the first to acknowledge that I probably haven't been the best thing for Tom's career in, in, in the fact that we've, we've played him wherever we've needed to fill a hole and mm. he's done it in such a, such a fantastic way. He played as a midfielder and finished I think second in our best and fairest. He played as a forward last year and was top three or four again. <laughs> um, it, unfortunately that that's a little bit where we're at. Uh, but having said that, uh, I, I think Tom has the, the capability of being a fantastic key forward in this competition. His one-on-ones are fantastic and he's great on the ground. So yeah. at this stage we're, we're playing forward but as the season plays out, if, if, we, if we feel there's a need in other areas, um, you know, and that, as I mentioned, that, that's just what's great about Tom is, is he'll do whatever's needed for the team. And what about the forgotten man, Josh Schiller, obviously had his 2019 campaign ruined by that shoulder reconstruction. How's he tracking? He's almost like a virtual recruit for you. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, even before that, I think Josh has been a, maybe a bit of an under underestimated footballer in this competition mm. um, fantastic midfielder uh, in and under um, almost goes unnoticed in games but continually averages in the tw- you know, 25 possessions a game so we're really excited to have Josh back uh, he's had a great pre-season so you know fingers crossed it works out for him he deserves to you know get back and um, get a bit of reward for a long time out of footy Terrific, Gav. Well, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio we do appreciate that and uh, wishing you all the best for the start of the Sandful statewide Super League season, you're obviously kicking things off against North Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval Sunday, June 28, followed up by a round two clash with Central on Sunday, July 5. So all the best for those two. No, thanks, Zach, and uh, keep up the good work, mate. You, you've done a great job for us on NFL footage.